The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Well, here we are, episode 33, Mr. Knight. Indeed, Mr. Huxtable. The mop is still growing. It is, it is. I haven't succumbed to the clippers as yet. And as you can see, the beard's returning as well. So, yeah, we're aiming for some sort of Sasquatch representation or Yeti, depending where you are in the world. Um, So uh, we'll see see what happens. How how, how the devil are you? Yeah, well, well? well, yes, I'm well. This is... We're recording this on um, Tuesday, the uh, the nineteenth of uh, of January. Yesterday was Blue Monday. It's Blue Blue day. Monday. Blue yeah, that's Monday. That's a song as well, isn't it? A band, Blue Monday. No, Blue Monday. Yeah. Anyway, I think yeah, it could be. Um, so yeah, so so that forms the discussion point for us today, doesn't it? Because it we does. want to talk about uh, just being a bit nicer to people. <laughs> Um, I've, I've a bit, as you know, uh, Mr. Knight, I've had a bit of my a bee in my bonnet about this. I was actually talking to Nikki Campbell about this on the Radio Five Live last week. Uh, You're on there again. I was on there again. Yeah, I was on there again. <laughs> he, um, he, is he not bored with you yet? <laughs> clearly not. No. But but you know, look, look, I fully respect people's people's views and their you know their right to express them, and I would defend that to, to the death. But I have noticed, and I'm sure many of our learned listeners have, have probably noticed that whatever social media channel you might find yourself on of late yeah um there is a creeping i'll use the word because i can't think of any other nastiness that has, seems to be appearing where people will don't seem to respect other people's views and they you yeah. know they're quite they're quite argumentative whether it's twitter or facebook or even on linkedin i've seen it um start, God, God, start. no it's a professional platform you mustn't well, do anything like that on there well, <laughs> so it got me thinking, and I thought, you know what? Um, this is this this time in our lives. Will we will always clearly clearly remember? Getting in history is one of the most challenging parts of our history as a nation, for sure, for all of the reasons we know. But you know what? I wonder what people will really remember out of this uh, mm. in sort of six, twelve, two years, three years, four years, ten years time. And you know what I what I wouldn't want people to remember is how judgmental and nasty everybody was. And, and ju- you know, judgy, you know, there's, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? That's not the rules. <laughs> um, and look, I get, I look, I totally understand as well that people are, are not adhering by the rules and that's not right. And, and, and they should yeah. be duly dealt with by, by the force of the law. So, but, you know, maybe we should all be, start being a little bit nicer, which is why I've got my, join me. Oh, the wrong, wrong way, fella. Wrong way. Join me. Direct. There we are. <laughs> so um so this is something we started in the first lockdown which was yeah. um you know reaching out to our clients checking in with how they were reaching out to our researchers that do an amazing job for us don't they rich getting all yeah, that absolutely. For us, and just sort of saying look how are things because you know every tv 
channel you turn on the minute that they're, they're, you know they're talking about the mental health crisis and they're talking about how difficult this is going to be and you know this this if you look at this purely from a customer experience business level if your people aren't in the right place and you're not creating the space and the time and the energy for them to be in the right in the right place and checking in with them to be in the right place you don't stand a, a cat in hell's chance with your with your customers because your people won't look after them do you, do you kind of get where i'm coming from yeah absolutely i was just gonna I was just gonna say you know people might hear us talking about this being kind what's wrong with them weirdos mind you we're all lovely down in the southwest so if everyone's come down for a cider you know yeah. we're more than happy to uh, have, have them down here and a few drinky poos yeah but yeah um, and, and people might think well what's that got to do with anything because you guys are the cx people you know what's that got to do with customer experience but it's got everything to do with it and i i know and it, i remember <laughs> all those months ago back in lockdown one where we were talking about this um being nice piece and actually looking inward in terms of organizations for an employee point of view because if you can be kind and open and understanding and listen to that your employees and the people within your teams and yourself actually you've got to be kind to yourself um the chances are they'll 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 be able to continue to provide a great experience for for customers now it's not about when you pick the telephone up and and, and sounding um uh happy you know it's yes it, it's something to do with that but as we know customer experience is everything is end to end so somebody's developing a new website for you within your team or they are developing a new marketing strategy or um, putting in a new piece of software if they're not motivated and actually feeling appreciated the effort that they put in is perhaps not as great as it as it could have been pre-lockdown number three and it could be that they don't put enough as much effort in and it isn't quite as successful and therefore all these little quites and maybes all add up and and then what the experiences of the, the customers then receive is probably dropped off quite considerably so we're talking about this you know a, a lot and and, and, and I, I know you mentioned um, to me um, recently about some information that you've gathered around or I say you, you personally insight six has gathered around um, bosses and, and and their thoughts about their teams it'd, it'd be great I think if you let yeah me know, I'm going to come on to that in a, in a second oh no, don't do that to me I set you up with this lovely one yeah, and you throw it back in my face I'm going to come to that go on this this very simple gesture this cup in my hand, this cup of, it happens to be tea, but it can be whatever your poison happens to be. Yes. Sitting down and, and talking to your team or to your clients or to your neighbor or whoever it is that you are wanting to engage with, please, listeners, viewers, please don't underestimate the power that that will have on those individuals at this moment in time. You know, we are genuinely in such a difficult place and of course there are some brilliant lights at the end of the tunnel and i've seen we talked about it last week um when we were talking about the kind of the little big things and um we were talking um about the you know the handwritten notes and what difference that makes and uh, really interestingly on um on friday of last week um my son appeared with this little sign, you can't really see it to be honest because it's zoom and it's not great but it says daddy's lockdown office do not disturb genius at worst now the wonderful news there is is that my son thinks i'm a genius the yeah. rest of the working world doesn't but that's, mm -hmm. that's a different point mm -hmm. but it was that little act of kindness that my family appreciate me working hard 
to provide for them. And it got me thinking about, and it brings me onto that LinkedIn post that you brilliantly teed me up for, you know, bosses, managers, um, owners working from home at the moment. Do you know what? The, the study we carried out suggested that they're more worried about their teams and their, and, and their, their staff at the moment than they are their families. Because do you know what? They're seeing their families every day. They're yeah. at home with them. They're checking in with them. They know that they're, they're good. But their work family, they're really struggling and they're not creating, they're worried about them and not creating that ability to be able to check in with them. So, you know, having a, having a voffy, virtual coffee, um, or picking up the phone or dropping them an email or sending them something, you know, nice and sweet through the post or whatever it is, just reminds people that they are thought about, yeah. you know, they're valued, uh, they're loved. And actually, you know, the impact, as you quite rightly pointed out, Rich, that that will have on, um, uh, on their customers is massive because if you're you know we know this if your team feel great your customers will feel great hmm. but i just want to build on that a little bit further um by by putting a bit of a plea out there and asking posing the question and it's a rhetorical question um if you're listening to this and you you, you look after people um and many of you will whether that's family or friends or 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 indeed your team do you genuinely know how each and every one of them feel do you genuinely give them the opportunity to tell you how they're feeling because if you don't that might be an opportunity for your organization you know we know that lockdown is going to carry on for you know what are we now mid-jan we're going to be in this position certainly for the next couple of months aren't we so that's a long time mm. uh, when people are in isolation and giving them the opportunity to be able to tell you uh, is 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 a is a is a key is a key tool to keeping them to keeping them motivated because you're know it's one of those things it doesn't need to be a, you know a big offense the conversations you can have off the back of asking are the other are the really key ones and some people would need them and some people won't and this is all down to the motivation that we have behind it and i've spoken previously about motivators we've had james sale on this particular podcast talking about motivational maps and how we've got nine motivators and different things motivate us in different ways and you know um don't need to make a massive thing about it you know of a score of zero to ten how motivated do you feel today you know if you're going to do that once a week what a great way of tracking keeping uh, an eye on 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 the the group as a whole but also individuals um yeah. set up system to be able to flag up when people maybe you know give you give themselves a six or you know or below a six because that could be seen as quite significant so then a phone call you know quick pick up the telephone because also what we're generally doing on the remote working point of view is you know we're having these lovely zoom affairs but they draw energy out of us i can literally see them you know i see it's like something from some sort of horror film when i'm looking at a, a zoom screen <laughs> my energy is being sucked out of my eyeballs uh, throughout the day so picking up the telephone wow what an old school way of communicating that is it's really really good and, and i think people appreciate not having to look, look at a screen all the time because it does it does affect them so yeah naught to ten how are you feeling today great question to ask yourselves this fine friday that it will be going when this is going out how are you feeling today how motivated are you feeling how high is your energy is it a 10 is it an awesome is it a, a one or a two where you're thinking blimey i haven't got anything left nothing left in the tank so you've got to be aware of it to be able to do something about it yeah you're right and, and just you know this this if i was you know um if i was leading a big team or was responsible for a big team 
the other thing, and I know we've touched on this many, many moons ago, but the onus for the well-being and safety of that team sits with the employer. It doesn't sit with the government. Um, yeah. So giving the, you know, giving the uh, the employee the opportunity to to tell you how they feel, um, so that you can do something about it, um, is a is is not only an amazing, um, principally an amazing way of of, of reaching out and, and checking in and and um a physical attribute of, 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 of well-being but you're also showing due diligence uh, as an employer um, yeah. and you know you you mustn't forget the importance of, of due diligence, particularly in you know in in these uncertain times um now it, it would be completely uh, erroneous of me to mention this but i'm getting um we can help as many other organizations can help with this but we can help and we've got um about 70 businesses we're helping at the moment with uh a COVID and well-being simple uh, online software checker that helps businesses uh, do everything we've just we just talked about. So if you want to know more about that, please get in contact um, either at insight6.com or um, via our, you know via LinkedIn on, on messaging and, and personal messages, and we we can certainly reach out and help. And it's very very inexpensive, so it's a really simple way of of showing that due diligence. And and if nothing else. If nothing else, you will you will sleep better at night knowing you're giving your teams the opportunity to feedback. But building on that, you know, the simple things like a Voffy, you know, reaching out to the clients, reaching out to your colleagues, reaching out to the reaching out to the people in your business network um, that you know are probably having a tough time of it at the moment. You know, there's huge opportunities to do that. So um, yeah, let's all yeah, be nice to each other. It, absolutely, I think there's opportunity to do it. I, I, I'm fortunate enough to belong to a peer-to-peer -peer group. Uh, of like-minded like business leaders who get together once a month um, and it's um, uh, and we have conversations and you sit down and you listen to other people talking and you go oh thank goodness it's not just me you know I'm feeling you know low a couple of guys um, were feeling not brilliant I said okay well how can we pep you up what can we do to help you um, I'm feeling good today so have some of my energy um, you know, it's not like you have to keep it to yourself. You can give some away. It's fine. So but by being kind, by doing those little things, by making somebody a cuppa um, when, when we're allowed to see them, um, you know, and get, picking up the telephone. So, yeah, I absolutely am there. And it makes a difference to your customer's end experience, as we said already. You know, this is about customer experience, R&R. &R. It's exactly what we're talking about. It all adds up to provide that great experience from the from your employees' point of view and your customers' point of view as well. Our top tip this week is: don't judge, be nice, look out for each other because that will help your customers. I like it. Oh, I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy inside. And no, I haven't well, got a weak bladder. Um, right. Excellent. So, what we're going to be doing next week? Well, yeah, indeed. In Tell me. To, organizations helping other 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 people out there in the business world we're going to be talking to um Torty Ferrand from uh, the Guild of Fine Food um which ah. is an, an organization who uh, works tirelessly to um support and assist independent uh, food producers and re retailers to really deliver great products great service out there so all these independent lovely independent organizations out there that, that uh, delicatessens farm shops um great food producers drink producers out there some there's some nice cider producers uh, within the guild guild of fine food as members so you know 
Yeah, lovely. Um, and and they um, they also provide um, insight through publications and also do the awards as well. The Great Taste Awards, you might have seen them in your local delicatessen, the, the black stickers on there with the three stars or the two stars or whatever it is. So great, great taste awards. So we're going to be talking to Torty about all things to do with the independent um, side of life at the moment, how they're getting on, how they're being supported and what the future looks like in terms of customer experience for the independent food sector. So wow. What are looking at? So looking you didn't even to... take a breath then. That was, that was amazing. Well, I, I have to do that to stop you interrupting me, you see. That's, that's <laughs> the main thing. Uh, uh, and then going off another tangent and leaving me hanging. So I thought I'd get in there and stop you doing it. That's basically, that's me being kind, by the way. I was going to uh, say, you, you, have, yeah. you, have you not listened to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, from my lovely friend... Um, over there um, have a lovely week and I look forward to talking to you next week I've been Ryan Huxtable and I've been Richard Knight, absolute pleasure Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that doesn't need three spoonfuls of sriracha jam to delight your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is a 21-grain salute to the end of boring bread, a brand on a mission to make the most out of every loaf, to rid the world of GMOs and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. But Dave's Killer Bread has done more than raise the bar on bread. In fact, Dave's Killer Bread was built on the belief that second chances can change lives when its founder, Dave, the guy with the guitar you see on every loaf, returned to the family bakery after 15 years in prison. Dave took that chance and ended up creating what would become the country's number one organic bread while never forgetting his not-so-easy path. That's why at Dave's Killer Bread, they proudly practice second-chance employment, hiring the best person for the job, regardless of criminal background. And by the taste of it, things have worked out rather well. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified.